Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about how to set goals for language learning or how to set more effective goals for language learning. But as always, before we jump into the full episode, just a quick reminder for any of you maybe that are new. Uh, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode, you can download that for free right now at www.unlockingbritishenglish.com or just go to the description slash information box wherever you are listening to this click on the link and you'll be able to go there and download the transcript so yes the topic for today's episode how to set effective goals for language learning so why did I pick this topic for today well one it's just a random topic because that's kind of what I do here uh, but two it's a topic that I think is very interesting and very necessary for people that are trying to learn a language that are trying to improve their language skills um, and the main reason for this is because most people set ineffective language goals. Um, so when we think of the typical kind of goals that we have for language learning, they're usually quite kind of vague. They're usually mostly the same, right? I want to speak English. I want to be fluent in German. I want to be conversational in Indonesian, you know, whatever it is. Um, but if we take these two common examples to be fluent in a language, to speak a language, the first problem that we come across is that it's very unspecific, right? What does it mean? So to speak a language obviously is, is very broad. I could say one word in any language and technically that's speaking a language, but obviously that's not what most people think when they imagine uh, setting themselves the goal of learning a language, of speaking a language. Um, so then we think, you know, we add the word fluently. I want to speak fluent English, for example. Um, and it sounds a little bit better, but the truth is, what does fluent English mean? Um, how many, you know, how do you define that? You know, for a lot of people, they think of fluency as being this uh, this kind of kind of continuous stream of, of communication. They're able to just speak and speak and speak and they never have to look for words. They never make these little mistakes and things like that. Um, but that is, well, f first of all, that's not a very realistic goal, right? If you've been listening to this podcast for a few episodes, you'll notice that even native speakers um and are ah and think and, and uh, search for words and all that kind of stuff. That's just normal. Uh, but the other thing is, again, it's still very hard uh, to measure, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to record yourself speaking and mark how much time you spend thinking versus how much time you spend uh, talking and things like that? It's, it's, it's very hard to measure. And the same problem comes up with terms like conversational. You know, I, I don't want to be fluent in English. I just like to be conversational. I just like to be able to speak about most things. And you see where I'm going with this. The um, the, the big problem is that it's, it's very unspecific. But that, is a, that isn't actually the only problem that we have when it comes to setting uh, goals for language learning. Um, now, the second problem that I want to talk about today is about the, the pressure and the motivation or the lack of motivation, maybe, uh, that you're going to get from setting yourself certain type of goals. So what am I talking about? When we think about goals like, for example, I want to speak fluent English, 
This is what we could call a result-based goal. So my goal is based on the result. My goal is the result of speaking English. That's the that's my goal. So my goal is to achieve that result. Um, and that's how we think about setting a lot of goals. I want to lose weight. I want to play the guitar uh, and things like that. Now, some of these things are going to work better than others because sometimes you're going to have a little bit more specificity. It's going to be a little bit more specific. Um, but the reason that most people struggle with having results-based goals, goals that are focused on the result, on the outcome, is that, like I say, they they, they put a lot of pressure on you and they can actually be very demotivating. So why is that? Well, if we take the example of learning a language, which is the most sensible option to take given the subject uh, of this podcast, um, let's say, for example, we say, okay, I want to be fluent in this language. I want to be fluent in English. Well, the first problem is that every day you're comparing yourself to fluency. So Every day you think about your goal of whether I want to be fluent, uh, this is my goal, I want to be fluent in English, you think about that, but every day that you are not fluent or that you haven't reached this point in which you classify yourself as fluent, um, well, you feel like you've, you're kind of failing, you're behind where you need to be. Um, of course, we all accept that goals take a certain amount of time to reach, right? Um, but when I set these results-based goals, these outcome-based goals, I'm only ever able to compare myself to to that end point, to the, the, the final outcome that I want to reach. Um, and after a while, that becomes very motivating. I try different things, I put in time, I put in effort, uh, but I'm still not fluent. And so all the time, I feel like I'm failing, um, or I'm, I'm moving towards failure, or I'm not advancing, uh, when the reality is often that that isn't the case. And so if we shouldn't think about things in terms of result-based goals, in terms of outcomes like we would usually right this is the normal way of thinking about goals and how else can we think about goals well certainly when it comes to language learning but in general mostly you're better to think about what we would call performance-based goals so what does performance-based goals mean basically it means that we set goals that are based on the behavior the actions the habits that are necessary to get you to where you want to be so let's look at a couple of examples and look at how we can take these kind of results-based goals and turn them into more performance based goals and then we'll look at how that looks in relation to language learning so uh, a very common goal we might have for a lot of people is to to lose some weight right so a lot of people will say to themselves okay I want to lose 10 kilograms uh, by the beginning of summer and to most of us that sounds like a really good goal right that I've got a level of specificity it's specific right I want to lose this amount and I want to lose it in this amount of time it's something that I can measure right because I can weigh myself uh, each week or each month or whatever it is uh, I can weigh myself regularly uh, and I can see if I'm if I've lost these 10 kilograms and I can measure you know how much time I've got because I've said to myself right I'm going to do this by uh, the beginning of summer so the specificity here isn't the problem, right? The fact that I can't be specific doesn't seem to be the problem here because I've said I want to lose 10 kilograms uh, by the beginning of summer. The problem comes in the, the level of motivation um, and how, you know, your goals should be something that help you to motivate yourself. Your goal should be motivating. They should have a positive uh, effect on you 
and for some people that goal will be fine but for most people for a lot of people that goal is actually over time going to work to demotivate them uh, because every day that they wake up and they haven't lost 10 kilograms they feel like they're very far away the only relationship they have with their goal is the distance between them and said goal. Uh, and so after a while, this starts to really weigh on us a lot. And so, well, if we shouldn't say, I want to lose 10 kilograms by the beginning of summer, how do I think about this in a better way? So this first example is our results-based goal, right? My result is I want to lose 10, key, uh, 10 kilograms, and I'm gonna do that by the beginning of summer. So instead of focusing on the outcome, I think about what are the behaviors, what are the habits, what are the things that I need to do in order to make that goal a reality? What will I need to be doing each day, each week to make sure that by the time I reach the beginning of summer, I will have lost 10 kilograms? And so, well, obviously in this example, it's going to be a little bit different for each, each person, but let's say we decide, okay, I'm going to need to go to the gym regularly. So let's say I need to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to need to uh, eat healthily. So I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to limit myself to only have one fast food meal or takeaway meal a week. Now, it might not seem that different, but when my goal is to commit to going to the gym three days per week, three times per week, and to only eating, let's say, a limited amount of junk food, of fast food, or of takeaways, that goal is immediately so much more positive. My relationship to where uh, what, where I am in relation to that goal is always the same. Every day I wake up, I just need to do what I need to do, and then that's my stuff done for the day. And that mindset allows me to trust the process a lot more. It stops me from thinking about, oh, well, I'm not there yet. Should I change this? Should I change that? No, I know that if I'm active regularly on a regular basis, and if I eat healthily, my body will change in a better, a healthier way. I will lose weight. And so if I commit to making sure that I go to the gym three times a week and I only eat these types of foods, then by the time I reach summer, then I'm going to be uh, in a much better position. I'm going to have probably have lost those 10 kilograms I'm going to have changed my um, well improved my health in general so instead of my outcome based goal my results based goal I now focus on my performance based goal and that allows me to use the goal as an actual motivational tool and to make sure that I can um, I can stay consistent stay motivated and avoid the tendency to to want to um, to doubt your process, right? To doubt your your methods and your technique, uh, and and avoid just getting the work done, because usually that's the most important part. And so, if we look at that now in relation to language learning, if I take my original goal of I want to speak fluent English, I want to speak conversational English, I want to speak perfect English, well. I know that that goal, whilst it's good to have a goal, is not the best type of goal, right? It's not very specific, it's very vague, and it's very results-based, so it's not going to be that motivating for me. So what do I need to do? I need to think about what behaviors, what actions, what habits, what things do I need to do on a daily basis, on a regular basis, in order to reach my goal of speaking English on a high level. So... Um, you know, it might be just as simple as I need to spend time with the language every day. I need to do something 
in or with English every day. So you might end up just saying to yourself, all right, I'm going to spend 15 minutes doing something in English every day. Or you might say an hour, you might say two hours, you might say six hours, you might say two minutes. It doesn't matter. Like those are uh, dependent on your your personal situation, right? Um, but when I think about the behaviors necessary to get me to where I want to be, that's what I can start to, to key into. That's what I can start to really focus on. So for example, if I find that my listening comprehension isn't very good, well, I can focus on listening more. So I need to listen every day. If I find that actually when I'm listening and when I'm reading and I'm watching things, I feel like I understand almost everything. But when I go to actually use the language, when I go to output, to speak or to write, that's when I start to get stuck. So you might decide, okay, well, I need to uh, find someone like a language partner, find someone on a language exchange app or something like that. Uh, and try and write uh, a couple of WhatsApp messages every day or um, I need to record myself speaking for one minute uh, every day for the next 30 days or um, all of these kind of things where, again where I'm focusing on the process, focusing on what I need to do each day to get me to the result, to the outcome, um, it allows me to shift that focus. Um, and like I say, not only is it a lot more specific and a lot more measurable in most uh, most cases, right? If I say to myself, I'm going to spend one hour every day doing something in English, that's very easy to measure. I even either did my hour or I didn't do my hour. Uh, it's, it's super specific. I know exactly what I need to do. Obviously, if you want to be more specific, right, you can say, oh, I'm going to do 15 minutes of my grammar book. I'm going to do 20 minutes of YouTube, I'm going to write six text messages, and then I'm going to read 19 pages of a book. If you want to be super specific, that's fine. But um, I think in relation to language learning, thinking about the time spent in the language, with the language, engaging with the language um, is the is the the main key. And again, how specific you want to be is up to you. But what, now that I've got that goal, I'm in a much better position. Uh, and so this was a huge, huge turning point for me with my language learning. Uh, when I first started learning languages, when I first started learning Spanish, I was, you know, okay, I want to speak Spanish. I want to be conversational Spanish. I want to be fluent in Spanish. Very quickly, you start to recognize that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's very hard to define. You might be able to speak about one topic really well and then be absolutely lost in any other kind of topic. Um, and so you have to, you know, kind of define what you want to do a little bit more. But once I started to focus on the fact that, okay, I wanted my Spanish level to be as good as it could be, um, but that doesn't really mean anything. So I need to focus on what's going to get me better at Spanish. What will improve my Spanish level? And well, basically, spending time in and around the Spanish language is what's going to help me to improve my Spanish level. And so that's what I decided to commit to. And so... Um, I decided that I was going to spend the final six months of the year to last year, 2020, uh, so the, the last half of the year, I decided I was going to spend those six months dedicating my time to try and uh, do 400 hours of like Spanish immersion, uh, listening, reading, talking on italki classes or uh, language exchanges or whatever, doing something in the language, which works out as a little bit more than two hours per day or a little bit less than two and a quarter hours um, per day. Uh, and so because I had that goal, 
you know, I had this goal of, right, I'm going to get to 400 hours, this is the amount of time that I'm going to do it in. Um, on those days where I felt like I was, you know, my level had gone down a bit, I was missing basic stuff, or I was forgetting basic words, all these different things, you know, I wasn't as demotivated as I would have been thinking about, you know, where I am in relation to this uh, idea, this vague idea of fluency, I was able just to focus on what the job that I needed to do was each day. Okay, I need to spend just over two hours doing something in Spanish uh, today, so that's what I'm going to do. And even if it doesn't go that well, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do it the next day and the next day and the next day uh, because that's what's necessary for me to get to where I need to be. And of course, when you have these results-based goals, right, when you just say to yourself, oh, I'm going to uh, be fluent in X language, you still know that you need to do something every day. It's not like those things are just completely, you know, all these things I've said to do are com said today are completely new to you. Um, but it's so, so easy, way too easy to become distracted uh, from from the task at hand when I have these results based goals. And so um, everyone, all of my students that I've introduced to this idea uh, have really benefited from it. And so, yeah, I wanted to share it today on the podcast because I think it is a, a useful, a useful topic and a useful thing to think about. So don't focus on the outcome, on the result, focus on the behaviors, the performance, the habits that you need to complete, the things that you need to do in order to get you to that goal and set those things as your goal. You're going to maintain a lot more motivation and you're going to enjoy and trust the process a lot more and you're going to have better results with your language learning, which of course is what we all want. So yeah, I think that is it for today, guys. That is everything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I hope you guys found this episode enjoyable and interesting, as usual. Um, thank you again to everyone that's listening. It's really cool to see, you know, more and more people uh, finding the podcast every day, listening to new episodes. Thank you to everyone that has been sending me feedback. I really appreciate it. Um, sorry if I haven't got back to everyone yet, but uh, I will do. I'm on it. And yeah, as always, if you have any kind of suggestions for future episodes, things that you would like to see in or hear, sorry, in future episodes, then just get in contact either on Instagram or on the website. But uh, yeah, other than that, that's it. So for today, we're going to leave it there. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode.